Welcome to the Drew Han Show. My name is Drew, and I know nothing about music. It's true. I'm musically challenged. All the same, I enjoy the arts, and I want to help you discover some of the amazing music you may not know exists, especially right here in Wisconsin. So on this podcast, if you haven't heard it before, you've heard it here first. Today we are discussing a certain niche of music I'm finding blends well together. I've dubbed it a quasi-super genre. Remember, I don't know much about music, but I sure like to give my take on what I see and hear. The artists I'm going to feature in today's podcast all have a similar sound, yet each uniquely their own. It's best described as Americana rock, but filled with soul and sheer musicianship. A passion for the music beats through these artists' bodies and can be seen and felt when they perform. These bands know how to build up a song, give it character and story arcing, boasted by a dedicated approach to performing, which all entails keeping you mesmerized on the music. Let's kick things off right away with a group native to the valley. It's Kyle Menga and the Monsoons, and the song is Catfish Joe. Thank you, you all, for tuning in. I love you for that. That was Appleton's very own Kyle Magna and the Monsoons. Remember, if you haven't heard it before, you've heard it here first. And uh, I love that song, Catfish Joe. It's real catchy, a real up-tempo way to kick off this podcast. 
Doing a little research for you guys, I went on the Facebook for Kyle Magna and the Monsoons just to find out a little bit more about them. And it lists their genre as dark indie blues folk rock feel. And it goes on further to say it's a magnetic force that's ever charged with surges of creativity and artistic experimentation. I also discovered on their Facebook page that Kyle Magnet and the Monsoons are 2017 and 2018 whammy winners for Alternative Rock slash Rock Group of the Year. And Kyle Magna himself is also a 2018 whammy male vocalist of the year. So that's super awesome of these guys. If you're not familiar, whammy awards are the Wisconsin Area Music Industry Awards. It's kind of like our Grammys for Wisconsin. You know, Kyle Magna and the Monsoons is just one of these bands. If you get an opportunity to see them, you should be going to see them. I just love their sound. Kyle Magna is a top performer in the industry, if you ask me. I've seen a lot of music, and I know Kyle is one of the best. And we are just lucky that he calls Appleton home. So if you're available to see one of his shows, I advise you seize this luxury to have him around. It's a rare commodity to have an artist in true form like that living and performing throughout the valley. And it's also exciting because you can catch Kyle, whether it's the full band, Kyle Magna and the Monsoons, or one of the many duo shows that Kyle does. And if you're not familiar with the Kyle duos, it's where he goes around to locations and venues, usually throughout the valley, but beyond as well, with just one band member from the Monsoons and himself. And they usually do like a stripped down version of music from Kyle Magna and the Monsoons, as well as showcasing some tunes that Kyle Magna just does on his own. And then whatever the other artists might perform on their own as well so these these two artists come together collaborate and just you know create more wonderful music for the ears you know and you get an opportunity to see it from another angle and these are some of my favorite shows to see because it really draws out these these guys talent and usually you can catch the duos in the form of kyle and ross catterton or kyle and dave leblanc and i'm sure a fan of dave leblanc he plays keys and he also has these amazing vocals, and you just watch him tickle those ivories. We are lucky to have them call Appleton home, so I'm just so thrilled that we can just go out in our backyards and catch this amazing talent. So what I'm trying to say is this is talent in, in the Valley. Go check it out. The thing I like about Kyle Magna and the Monsoons, too, is that their songs are catchy, and I consider them top-notch songs for the singer-songwriter world. You know, they tell a story, yet grab you with a good hook and a well-composed music, you know? And so sometimes a lot of artists can get lost in the singer-songwriter genre, and it can all become a little bland sometimes. But what Kyle Magna does is, you know, rise above that, I think, and stand out and create this sound both you know, in big band sound, but can be just as powerful in a one-man band, you know? So I'm just giving all the kudos to Kyle today. <laughs> but, you know, there's a lot to be said about this type of music, and it's not just Kyle Magna and the Monsoons. I'm featuring other artists that fit into what I'm calling this quasi-super genre. And it's through listening to these artists and seeing them over the years, I, you know, it recently dawned on me, you know, my taste in music and how much I really love this Americana rock sound. Um, it, or what I want to maybe call even a Wisconsin sound, because all these bands are native to Wisconsin, you'll find out as we discuss further on in the podcast. So let's kick things off with another song from this quasi-super genre group. I first heard it on the Mile Music playlist a few years back. It's titled From Brothers to Sons, and it's sung by The Listening Party. Cut out all the roads Watch them as they fall 
Welcome back, everyone, to the Drew Hunt Show. If you haven't heard it before, you've heard it here first, and that was The Listening Party. What would you think? I really love their sound, and that is one of my favorite songs by the band. You know, before we get into the music, I want to speak of hearing about things, and it's not music-related whatsoever, but uh, I was quite piqued with interest when I heard about this. I was informed of this. Uh, The latest candle fragrance from Gwyneth Paltrow's Goop collection. Have you guys heard about this? This is intriguing. Just bear with me here, okay? So I, I've known of the Goop collection by Gwyneth Paltrow. You know, I thought it was just like hair products and facial creams and, and that sort of thing. But come to find out, Goop is actually a larger line of products from both candle fragrances all the way up to furniture. At, go check it out. Goop.com, I think, is the website. Anyways, she released a new fragrance. And the name of this fragrance for her candle, are you ready for this? I'm sorry. Pardon my French. But it's called Smells Like My Vagina. That's right. Gwyneth Paltrow has released a candle scent titled Smells Like My Vagina. Let me read you what it says on her website. It listed as a funny, gorgeous, sexy, and beautifully unexpected scent. Hmm. This candle is made with geranium, citrusy bergamot, and cedar absolutes juxtaposed with damask rose and ombrade seed to put us in a mind of fantasy seduction, and a sophisticated warmth. Well, something's getting warm, I'm sure. I think it's just a fancy way of saying, let's get horny. 
<laughs> you know, it made me think if Gwyneth Paltrow can release a candle that's titled Smells Like My Vagina. I think I need to jump on this bandwagon and help get some product out there and merch for the Drew Hunt Show. So I've decided why not create a candle scent for the Drew Hunt Show, and it's going to be called Smells Like My Penis. <laughs> and it's going to have a fragrance of hints of sandalwood mixed with shavings of birch and infused with drops of Jupiter. I bet you can't wait to get your hands on this candle. Look for it fall 2020. <laughs> In the meantime, if you want Gwyneth Paltrow's candle, you can go on her website and it's be purchased for $75. That's right. Get a Smells Like My Vagina candle for just the, the fair market price value of $75. <laughs> it's very hard to keep a straight face while talking about this goop candle it's currently sold out though so if you'd like to purchase it you'll have to get on a waiting list um in the meantime since my candle is not going to be ready until like the fall of 2020 um i do have another candle out there that's available in almost all the stores you can find it anywhere i've been selling it for years it's not the biggest hit but it's out there uh and my candle smells like my farts yeah and you can find it in most stores, like I said. It, just look for the, the candle scent labeled Freshly Cut Roses. That's right. That's what my farts smell like. Did I mention, if you haven't heard it before, you've heard it here first. You're listening to The Drew Han Show. Just when I do, I 
Hello, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. That was the song Running Wells Dry by Billy Bronsted and The Lute. And if you haven't heard it before, well, you've heard it here first. You know, speaking of hearing other things out there, aside from Gwyneth Paltrow's Goop Candle, how about the ownership change that's coming for Gibson's Music Hall? I am certainly excited to see this place opening back up. You know, after that incident that led it to close its doors for the remainder of the former owner's occupancy, operations have been handed over to Dave Willems, Mala Music co-founder and executive director. Isn't that exciting news? I'm so excited to see that Dave is going to have some creative control over Gibson's Music Hall. Not that they probably had a hard time, you know, suggesting bands play there already. Mylon Music had a heavy hand in the music you'd see there. But Dave, along with building owners Lissa and Ben King, will be rebranding the venue Gibson's Community Music Hall. And this is all reported by the Post Crescent. I have a great appreciation for Gibson's. You know, they bring a lot of great music to the Valley, including the artists I'm featuring in today's podcast. I've seen Listening Party there numerous times, and I first discovered Billy Bronson and the Lute at Gibson's during the Fox Valley Roots Festival a few years back. So anyways, speaking of Billy Bronson and the Lute, if you're not familiar with them, you should be. He is one of the up-and-coming artists here in Wisconsin. He plays a vast majority of shows here in the Valley as well as northern Wisconsin, which makes me love this band all that much more, as I split my time often between these two locations. Yet, somehow... I have never seen Billy perform up north, and that is a real head-scratcher to me. So I'm determined. I have a goal now. I want to go see Billy, Bronstead, and the Lute perform in Rhinelander or Minocqua or maybe Tomahawk sometime, some way, somehow. I'm going to make that happen. <laughs> in the meantime, as I did a little research on Billy Bronstead and the Lute, I found from their Facebook page it says they are predominantly a hard-playing, big-sounded duo from Wisconsin's Northwoods. The loot often consists of just Billy and John, but they have been known to collaborate with several Wisconsin artists while they expand their sound. And then it goes on further to say that Billy Bronson and the loot is working with Hopes and Dreams Foundation of Wisconsin to use music and art to help raise money for mental health, art education, and basic needs of communities both locally in northeastern Wisconsin and across borders. I think that is fantastic. Way to go, Billy Bronson. That's so cool to read. I encourage you to further read their bio in their Facebook page. I love the honest and raw description of the band members and the journey one takes in creating music and sharpening one's skill. I think it's a it's a real honest, you know, depiction of what it's like to be an artist in today's world. So uh, kudos to them. By the way, 
if you're interested in contacting Billy Bronson and the Loot, they have all their contact information available on their Facebook page. Just to give you an idea, you know, their press agent is listed as Jordan Langmayer at bronsteadbooking at gmail.com. You can contact their booking agent, Jordan Langmayer, at bronsteadbooking at gmail.com. Or they also have their general manager listed as Jordan Langmayer at bronsteadbooking at gmail.com. So I just want to make sure you use the appropriate personnel contact when inquiring Billy Bronsted and the loot. It's been a long time coming, I'm wondering how to feel. I've got to wonder why I'm still waiting for you. And then little by little I noticed you started changing. Your heart was changing and you just might not live without me.
Thanks for tuning in, everyone. You're jogging right along on a very Jonesy episode of the Drew Han Show. It's our quasi-super genre. Are you feeling it? Are you feeling it? I hope you're feeling it. Did you just feel it with that latest band, Bascom Hill? That was their song, Maybe. I first fell in love with these guys about a year ago at the Rhythm and Bruce show here in the Valley. So I wanted to look up a little bit of information on these guys as well to pass along to my loyal listeners, if you will. It says from their Facebook page, band interests are traveling, eating healthy, wine and beer tasting, dogs, and lying on a beach. I love all those things. No wonder I love the sounds of Bascom Hill. <laughs> it further goes on to say in their about section that Bascom Hill is a trio of logger-loving, joke-cracking, Wisconsin-raised musicians in the truest sense of the word. Like I said, I first caught Bascom Hill at Rhythm and Brews. Um, I've also seen them perform at August Haven, which is a very cool music venue, if you will. Um, it's actually a furniture store, but they have a stage there. So every so often they bring in artists and collaborate with 91.1 The Ave to do a little showcase there. You know, it's a win-win for all parties. And I've seen Bascom Hill perform there, as well as Billy Bronsted and the Lute and the Listening Party. See there? There's a connection. There's a pattern forming. Quasi-super genre is something real to be had. Um, I want to go on more about Bascom Hill and their Facebook page. It says, These days, Bascom Hill has fully embraced life as an indie band. They have happily taken control of their own destiny, a powerful sentiment that is captured in the music itself. Their live show is stripped down with a focus on vocal harmonies, rich textures, and acoustic sounds. The music is built to highlight the songwriting. Now they are telling stories they want to tell, sharing, without filters or apology, exactly where they are now as individuals and as a band. And they are having more fun than ever. It does go on. I want to say one last thing I found on their Facebook page about Bascom Hill is that their music has been featured on over 70 TV shows, and they have shared the stage with The Fray, Lifehouse, Gavin DeGraw, Hanson, Augustana, and many others. That's a pretty good list of artists to have in your uh, back pocket there. Hey, Bascom Hill. Bascom Hill is also the Whammy Awards 2010 Pop Artist of the Year and won the 2006 Album of the Year for Maybe. So major kudos to Bascom Hill. I didn't realize they'd been around that long. So uh, it's interesting how you discover music, you know, in the journey of your life. And, uh, you know, it's great that the Valley has this opportunity now to see you know, artists in so many different fashions. You know, Bascom Hill is a native of Wisconsin, as are all these artists from our quasi-super genre. That's right. Bascom Hill is from Madison, Wisconsin. The Listening Party is from Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Billy Bronsted and the Lute is located in northern Wisconsin, primarily Tomahawk and Wausau area. And then you have our very own Kyle Main and the Monsoons right here in the Valley. So there's a lot of greatness that comes from being in Wisconsin. We just love our music. But you know what else we love? We love us that yellow weasel. <laughs> That's right. Did you guys all catch that in the latest Packer playoff game? It's pretty famous now. And there's memes on the internet. And you can even already buy t-shirts that say yellow weasel on them. And green and gold colors and everything. And memes and quotes, funnies, all over the place of yellow weasel. And if you're not familiar, in that last game, Aaron Rodgers yelled th about three to four times, yellow weasel, yellow weasel, yellow weasel, just before he snapped a ball for a play. I know, and we got a kick out of it. I had friends over, and we just immediately, everyone just like repeated what they just heard and laughed and cackled and yellow weasel. Yellow weasel, yellow weasel, yellow weasel. 
<laughs> but they won the game and they're moving on. Now Aaron faces a great divide. Yeah, yeah. He's playing the 49ers in the next playoff game. This should be interesting. You know, Aaron being a native of California and the 49ers being very much the team he wanted to get drafted to. But instead, Aaron ended up schlapping up to Green Bay to play backup to Brett Favre. But, you know, 15 years later, here we are. I think destiny sent him in the right direction. It feels like mid-September Yet the snow, it falls to the ground Yes, I know that thunder rolls. It's the great divide. When you lose, lose all of your patience, and you feel you feel left behind. Yes, I know it's a great Thanks for tuning in. Remember, if you haven't heard it before, you've heard it here first. And maybe you've heard for the first time the song The Great Divide by Kyle Magna and the Monsoons. 
Yes, I just love it. I hope you like it too. And if you, you like what you're hearing from Kyle Magna and the Monsoons, after this podcast, I strongly urge you, perhaps I strong arm you even, into going on whatever device you use to stream music and whatever platform that is that you have and look up Kyle Magna and the Monsoons. They have a plethora of music that you're truly going to enjoy. And if I may take another minute to brag about my love for Kyle Magna, I'm going to because these guys have amazing talent. You know, when I listen to their music, I'm always just so excited for them and their and their energy that comes on stage. I recently got an opportunity to see another Kyle duo show um, in the midst of recording this podcast, and it just reminded me of how amazing and raw the talent is that comes from Kyle Magna and all the people that he surrounds himself with specifically Dave LeBlanc. These two guys, when they get up on stage and perform, is like nothing. I mean, nothing I have ever seen before. And if you're leery to catch some music in the valley, maybe you're new to the scene or you're not sure which direction you want to go with the music, I'm going to tell you that a Kyle and Dave duo is perfect. It, well, it's just the best. It's the best. I might send you in the wrong direction by sending you there first because you might see something and not be able to ever top it again. I, I'm telling you, these guys are on the top of my charts of like all the music I truly love. And so anytime I get a chance to see them live, it's a must do. And I say this because Dave plays keys and you can, you can just see his love for music and the way he performs and the sound that comes off of his voice is just amazing and when it's all combined you know you just see the passion for music out of that guy and the same can be said for Kyle Magna he's up there strumming on a guitar and not just you know singing the song and plunking the chords away he he is performing the music and sometimes I feel like that gets lost in all the music that I see around here in the valley but Kyle Magna you know obviously being a resident you know he keeps selling it he just keeps going and going and going and he writes these songs and comes up with music that I just think sounds so original even beyond what you know of all the music that comes through the valley there's something about Kyle Magna music that just stands out so I really want to urge you to to uh, go see them if you get an opportunity to whether it's a duo show or a full band really the duo shows are so fun and so quaint and you get an opportunity to hear the music is almost like a, it's like a one-on-one show if you will and I really love it I just want to mention a few of the Kyle Magna and the Monsoon songs worth a look up if you're trying to get an idea of their sound and maybe find some quick hits by them. I would suggest the songs Lifted Way to Worries, Sunshine, or She Got It All. Another one is Don't Let Me Go. And then there's my personal favorite, Time and Place. This is a serenade that will just pull you in and not just by their performance but by the song everything about this song i don't know what it is but it's beautiful it is pure beauty and watching them perform it kyle and dave recently at the duo show that i caught was spectacular and i just look forward to hearing that song every time i can so i strongly urge you to go catch one of their shows when you can you know, you can find little fun facts by, you know, catching a specific duo show, too. For example, when you go to a Dave and Kyle duo show, uh, you might learn that Kyle will only usually perform the song Because You Are My Friend when he's performing with Dave. You don't really normally get to hear that if you catch the full band, Kyle Magna and the Monsoons. Now, remember, a lot of the songs that you hear from a duo show is the stripped-down versions of the Monsoons music. I will say, even though it's stripped down, it still has all the grit and power behind it somehow. I, but they, because the talent is amazing. Amazing. And just two guys. 
I want to give another shout out to Dave LeBlanc real quick. A lot of times when the two of them are performing, he'll do a cover of a One Republic song, specifically the one Let's Hurt Tonight. It is spectacular. I think it's almost better than the original. I want to hear Dave sing it. And Dave, for the love of Pete, get some of your own music already. Get out there and perform. You have a voice like nothing I have ever heard before. Like even of all the stuff that's come through the valley lately, uh, Dave LeBlanc's voice is still like a standout sound. He's got that X factor going for him. I don't know if he even knows this. So I strongly urge him to keep performing, um, at least with Kyle, because, man, that's amazing. I have a little challenge if you're listening, Dave. Uh, I think your sound is so close to One Republic, and I think that's why it just resonates so well when you sing the song Let's Hurt Tonight. I think you would also do very well with any song by Louis Cabaldi. And specifically, though, I would say the song Before You Go. That song I love, and I think it would really you would really perform and resonate well with you as well. So uh, I extend a challenge to you in the music that's all i got <laughs> okay as i've ranted and raved enough about kyle magna and all the monsoons involved it's a flood of excitement here <laughs> get it uh we got to continue right along as we're talking about the quasi super genre and i i want to say this about these these bands that i'm talking about and this makeshift quasi super genre as i call it and I, I would say that they all have a rawness to their sound which mixes smoothly with their talent that also effervesce a tone and style that has such finesse you can't help but be mesmerized How's that for a definition, hey? I think we should get into another song to help define that a little bit better with a song by 2018 Whammy nominee for Bluegrass Americana. Once again, here's the listening party. Silent Springs, it's Coralong. I look outside my window. See what's going on Someone took a Louisville And broke the glass On my neighbor's Cadillac He said I ain't doing
right, everybody. If you haven't heard it before, you've heard it here first, and that is one of my favorite songs by Billy Bronstead and the Lute. It's titled Hello Again. And if you haven't caught on yet, all these bands complement each other real well. They each have their own distinctive sound, but mix well together on a Spotify playlist on Shuffle. If you don't believe me, give my playlist a chance. Yes, that's right. I've created a quasi-super genre playlist featuring songs you've heard in this episode of the podcast, along with many, many others from each band. So if you've liked what you've heard, give this playlist a shot, especially if you'd rather not hear me talk. I know, I can get really super annoying, so uh, I don't blame you for wanting to shut this thing off already, but we're almost to the end, so thank you so much. Anyways, don't forget to check out that playlist. It's the purest of music for all your listening needs. Okay, now, moving right along, speaking of Billy Bronstead and the Lute and the Listening Party, if you didn't notice, I just played those two bands back-to-back, and for very good reason. First of all, I want to share with you an experience I encountered one time. I was at a Billy Bronstead and the Lute show at Gibson's Music Hall not too long ago, and that same night, the Listening Party was in town playing at Riverview Gardens. Well, the Riverview Gardens show got out, and in the middle of the Billy Bronstead set, in walks through the Gibson doors, the Listening Party. I was like, whoa, oh my God. And if you want an equivalent of how excited I got in that moment, it would be the equivalent of my liking of Kelly Clarkson and being at one of her concerts, and Pink walked in and stood right next to me to watch Kelly Clarkson's show. That was how enthralled I was by seeing the listening party walk into Gibson's. <laughs> anyway, so the band moseyed over and did stand next to me for a little bit while they watched Billy Bronstead and the Lute and rooted them on. So I did talk to Weston a little bit, and I did find out that night that both bands were going to go on tour together. And I was so excited to hear this news. I'm like, it was then and there that I realized all about this quasi-super genre that is these bands and their music. I'm like, yes, these bands would be perfect on the road together and touring together. And now I can't wait for them to come to Appleton, Wisconsin with this tour. They're currently traveling the States throughout the winter here. Yeah, it's exciting. So if you get an opportunity to see these bands, I certainly hope you do. Go check out their tour. You can find all their information on their social media. So go look it up and go see these bands. I'm telling you, you won't regret it. So I just want to say, I hope you've enjoyed the music that I featured in today's podcast. All these artists are just so talented and bring to the table such a unique sound that's both energetic and appealing and you know just soothing almost to listen to like it's from a fast song to a slow song like you're captivated you know and these bands i think are the true spirit of americana rock when you hear music of this type you know you're watching pure talent that commands your attention engaging you into a show and set that you don't want to end and truly can take the most listless of times and spike them with energy smacking you with a smile you didn't see coming, and boasting your confidence just from hearing true music at its finest. This, my friends, is the quasi-supergenre. And this, my friends, has been The Drew Han Show. If you haven't heard it before, you've heard it here first. Smooches. Shake it, my don't trace
second chance So I dig through all the mud and clay And I find pieces of my yesterdays burp in the podcast wow does that taste like tacos the ownership change coming for gibson's music hall this is very exciting no nose nose it's very exciting nose <laughs> and this is all reported by the press this is all recorded this is all reported <laughs> down with a focus on vocal harmonies rich textures rich textures and remember, Kyle does other duo shows with other bandmates as well, like Ross Catterton. And so, you know, I'm sure he changes up his set, has certain songs he does with certain typical types of artists, you know, like Dave LeBlanc is featured on Keys, where Ross does a lot of uh, saxophoning. <laughs> I, was trying, I was trying to think of the right words. Um, he does a lot of phoning. <laughs> Whereas Ross does a lot more other instruments other than the pianos. Well, Dave LeBlanc is not with uh, Kyle Magna and the Monsoons anymore, but he surely does perform with Kyle. Dave surely does perform with Quap. <laughs> Dave surely does perform with Quile. Wow, that's a hard word. Wait till that's the word that's following. That's gonna that's gonna make it matter. <laughs> Dave does sure perform. Dave sure does perform a lot. Now I've lost my train of thought. <laughs> Rawness to their sound, which mixes smoothly, which smoothly. 